The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Hey, Cleaning Nation. Mike Campion here uh, with Jared Robinson being a little more aggressive than usual with a knife in the background. I don't know if you guys that are on you know, YouTube watching that, but I think you know that's like just so I know if I get out of line, things could go yeah. down. That's knife is, is not the right word. It is a sword. And it is, yeah, that is a full-on elven sword if, well, if we want to get technical. I know? don't, but now that we're here, what is an elven sword compared to? An elven sword. It's from Lord of the Rings. God, okay. I, so, am, I, I read all the books. I'm a big fan of Lord of the Rings. I was, without being a total nerd, I was a fan of Lord of the Rings before the movies came out. I read the books and they did the movie. Yeah, I have read those books when I was a lot younger, many, many moons ago. Um, Elrond's sword, for those who are your fans. That's Elrond's sword. He passes it to, in the movies, he gives it to his daughter, Arwen, um, who has that sword, who saves Frodo from the little ring rats that are coming. She lets the, she raises the water. The water comes and pours down. That's the sword. And Elrond uses it to fight in the one ring battle. That's why I have it. So we're going to have to do like a double edition podcast one day. The just Jared. Cause like he's ranked in chess. He apparently knows more than most people about the entire Lord of the, the, the rings body of work. So I think there's a lot going on with Jared that I don't even know if we'll release it. We'll just do it. It'll just be for me. Maybe we'll release. I don't know. It'll either be the most popular one. Cause everyone wants to know, or it'll just be me and everyone on the team listening, but we'll have to do a who's Jared and why should you care episode? <laughs> just have me ask him a thousand uh, questions. All right. So for those of you that are new to the community, Jared um, does all of our internal advertising, has spent millions and millions of dollars on paid ads. Um, and to the best of my knowledge, more importantly than that, gotten a positive return on that investment consistently. So yeah. <laughs> no, no offense. Anyone with a million bucks can spend a million bucks on Facebook ads, but uh, making more than a million dollars uh, come back to you in your business. That's where the magic comes. So um, today was actually his idea. And uh, I love it because I know that it's something that you guys out there in Clean Nation deal with. Um, short version is going to be reviews. Longer version would be, or the kind of case that we'll put that reviews in is, we could talk globally, but um, Google now, uh, now being Thanksgiving 2023, is doing local service ads, which for service businesses like ours, cleaning businesses and other similar, uh, not as good as it used to be six months ago, but still a pretty good, pretty good opportunity. And I think it's going to be kind of like pay-per-click, like it's not as good as it was, but it's still something we want to spend money in. And I, I think it's, I think local service ads are going to be here for a while and be effective for a while. Um, the difference between local service ads and regular stuff is you don't have to have a funnel, right? So other paid ads, you have to send them to a landing page, maybe the call to offer, call to action, they either book a phone call or call in or fill out a form. Like there's, there's some work to it and it's nice because you can educate them more. You can say more, you can do a video. There's all sorts of stuff that you can do, but the um, it's not as nice because it's a lot of work to do. And you, you know, if you're not good at it, it can be a mess. Local service ads, you just give them money and they take you right to your Google profile, right? Which is great. Cause if you have a Google profile, like done and done. Caveat being, um, I don't think you're qualified unless you have at least five reviews. And if you only have five reviews, they better be good. And even if they are good, 
that's all that you get, right? Is just your Google profile. And there's really not a lot on it. I think you can put a couple of pictures, a little business description, and basically a review. So there's just not a lot of the reviews are the meat of it. So if you're competing with someone that's got, you know, 37 reviews with an average 4.6 stars and you got three, well, you're not going to compete in local service ads because you're not qualified. If you have five or six and they're, even if they're five stars, there's kind of the quality and quantity, you're going to struggle. So generally reviews are a big deal. Um, so we can talk about it globally. And then specifically as it relates to um, Google, it's a really big deal if you're going to use local service ads. So that's me setting the table. I'm sure there's some gaps I missed in terms of quantity, quality, types of reviews, anything, any holes I left open before we go forward? No. Yeah. I, just to, to add to it, the the idea that you're going to be advertising something on the internet is we always want to present a good foot. We want to be able to present the product that we feel is worthy. And what people don't think about is that you're actually in competition when it comes to that spot. So you're paying Google and you may be suffering from this right now. You're like, hey, I have a budget of $500 and Google spending 10 bucks. <laughs> What's going on? What's happening here? So there's a few things. One is that you have to make sure that the search volume is matching what your budget is. But another thing is, is that there's just other people who are competing for that spot. So if there's 50 people who want to be found under cleaning services, and there's three spots available per thing, Google makes their money when somebody calls. That's how they make their money. So putting you up there without anyone clicking or engaging with your stuff is a loss for them. They're losing what they could be making money off somebody else. And so it's your job to present a product that people want and where it is literally your business name, some photos, and then the reviews that are there we are so conditioned in this time in the internet to click on those that have the most interaction and reviews that are, you know, we're trying to make a decision quick. That one's got eight reviews. This one has 80 reviews. They're both, the, even if they're both same stars, we're going with the 80, like no question. And so then that person starts to win the click and you stop. And then Google starts to say, well, we're just going to put someone else in this spot because it works for us. And so there's a lot of weight to that review. So anyway, that's, I think setting the stage, you can now see like, oh, this isn't just about you know, looking pretty. It's actually about winning an auction and an algorithm as well. So I'll give, I would say in this game that we're playing, um, 75, 80% probably goes to the reviews, but Jared did mention the two other components, the pictures and the name. So again, we're going to spend 80% of our time on the reviews because that's, I think what's going to get 80% of that effort, but I want to spend 0% on the name and the reviews. So for the name, this is something we've been coaching forever. So this is for your name as the company globally, not just as it relates to this. Um, if I'm Steve's cleaning company and Jared is time savers for moms, that's going to make a difference, right? They're not interested in Mike or his cleaning company. So Mike's cleaning company, Mike's coaching company, not super compelling, grow my cleaning company. Well, I'm interested in that if I have a cleaning company, I want to grow. So, you know, Jared's top-notch cleaner, not particularly interested. Jared, you know, not even Jared, let's take him out. Um, happy mom's house cleaning, completely different. So the name is going to, again, reviews is going to crush this, but you can, you know, name does have something to do with it. Uh, mm -hmm. Pictures. And if you feel differently, Jared, please let me know. Sure. I hate before and after. Here's carpets with no vacuum lines. Here's carpet with vacuum lines. Here's a picture of a disgusting sink or shower toilet. Here's a picture of a clean sink or shower toilet. Like, A, when everyone does it, nobody does it, right? If everyone's America's best furniture warehouse, then nobody's America's best, right? Like it's, it's, it doesn't mean anything. Um, so I don't like that everyone does it. B, I don't know that their problem is 
I've got a dirty sink and I'm concerned that these people have the technical ability to make it clean. Like, I don't think that you need that proof. And even if you did, they could be like, well, no offense. I didn't go on the internet and take a picture, <laughs> take a clean picture. And so just, it's a, it's a nothing burger for me. Um, I would love Jared's feedback and we're going to spend most of our time on reviews, but for me personally, I would have pictures of my team. I'd have a picture of my client. If I'm going to do not the client's carpet, but the client themselves, like a happy customer with my arm around them or their arm around me or just a team or something with human beings where they can connect with. Any uh, Before we move on to the the important review part, anything on the name or the pictures uh, to add value? Yeah. the From a picture standpoint, um, you can... So A, customers can upload pictures and you can upload pictures as well. And so it is wise that you can put some of your pain in your pictures and you can put text in those pictures and so once you're approved and everything's going and you've got some stuff you can start putting pictures in that kind of have some some headlines that talk to your target audience so if you're happy mom's cleaning you could be saying in there hey this is what we provide and we and like what we teach we focus on the ultimate benefits of what their life is going to be like after your services and so just having a nice clean home with someone relaxing and kind of text in there to say like this is gonna be you is a great selling point. In fact, I had someone in uh, in our coaching call say she just got her her ads turned on, and they mentioned one of the pictures mm-hmm. in her things, Love and that. like that's what she wanted. Like, oh, I saw that picture that you had, and she had someone that was like a mom that was overwhelmed in her pictures, and she was like, "That's me. That person in your picture, that's me." And so that connection, that call, that winning the auction, it all took place from that visual hook that took place through that photo. So, again, this will be the last we say on this because I want to get into the review part, but. That's why having a niche is important, right? So if you got me and Jared on as your, so again, you don't have line marks in the vacuum, which no one cares about. You got a picture of me and Jared on there, but all your pictures are housewives. It's not going to connect, right? They're not going to see me or Jared and be like, that's what I want. They're going to, they're going to, I don't know who this guy is. So if it's moms, have pictures of moms. If it's, if they're in their forties, have pictures of mom in their forties. If it's pictures of mom with their kids, have a picture of their kids. And I love what you said about, you know, here's a, you know, you can put on the thing, you know, Susie saves 26 hours this week and you know her daughter loves it or just something specific but if you got hispanic women as your clients that are in their mid-40s with kids let's have a picture of that it's like well i got kind of two it's the elderly retired you know white couple and then the, the middle-aged you know this couple will have a picture of both like let's have we want to give them the easy one like for jared i'd find some redhead or long hair guy with a you know an elven sword in his background you're like holy shit these people get me <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's talk. I think we've covered the name and the 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 pictures. Let's talk reviews. So there's kind of two parts. There's the zero to 10, right? I need something right now. I need it quick. And then there's the 10 to 100, um, which, and again, I don't know for a service company, once you get over a certain amount, I think there's some diminishing returns, right? So talk to us long-term, short-term about where you think the milestones are obviously five five is a milestone just because it checks the box for you will even be able to play in the local service ads games but yeah in terms of quantity of reviews how do we get them where's the law of diminishing returns start and then quality you know i think a lot of people get uptight about i got my first negative review and it's like we're not looking for a five star we're looking for a 4.7 much more believable anyway so talk to us yep yeah so i think that when it comes to reviews there's the tortoise and the hare kind of technique. One is the sprint. How can we get reviews to our profile as fast as we can? And then the other is how do we get reviews coming in at a consistent way that I'm not bogged down by the process, that it's not on my to-do list, but it's something that's consistently happening. So from the hair standpoint, which is, hey, I need to get some of this stuff. Literally, this is something that I think a lot of people 
<laughs> kind of struggle with. But like, you'd be amazed what happens if you ask for a review. And I'm not saying knock on their door and say, hey, I'm clean for you. Do you want to leave a review for me? But the best way that I, I've seen kind of people go about it is that they ask people genuine questions first. Hey, how, how's this going for you? Is, is this clean working for you? Is this, this, this? And when people respond with it, great. This is awesome. Really great. Then that pitch can come in of like, hey, we're building up our Google profile right now. I love what you have to say. If you wouldn't mind, we leave us a review on this. That would be so helpful. Done. Because they've already said it. They've already put it in their mind. And now they're just saying like, oh, and I've and almost received a stamp of approval that they can mm -hmm. say like, oh, I'll just say that. And, and it's all good. And we're good to go. I've found that that's usually the best hair. We're going to put it way to go about it. The fastest way to go about it is just to say, who are my people who I know I love? And let me go ask them. And you'd be surprised. A lot of people, especially if they're feeling the value that you're giving them, will say for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real quick, Cleaning Nation, if you can think about how you found out about this podcast, maybe a tweet, a Facebook message, iTunes search, some sort of Instagram post, the only way we grow is word of mouth. We don't do paid ads. We don't run ads. You are it. The only ask I have is if you're getting value, share the love. However you found out about this, if it's a review or post, whatever it is, do that. Pay it forward so the next cleaning company owner can change their life as well. Back to the show. So, Mike, it seems like you want to say something. Do you want to say something? Yeah, a couple of things on that before we right. switch to tortoise, which is as important, if not more important. One, when they say yes, have them do it right then and there. Um, if you oh, do yeah. it with them, the chances of it getting done are close to 100%. If they do it later, even if they're 100%, so there's two kinds, people that say they're going to, but have no intent and there's 0% chance of happening unless you do it right there, in which case it goes up drastically. Or the people that mean to, but life gets in the way and <laughs> they're your client because they get busy and forget stuff. So just do it right there. Um, it's a little bit extra awkward work, headache, like, oh, so much easier just to get them to say yes, but you get zero credit for that. Google doesn't give half reviews of like, well, the guy said he like, you get nothing. So just go ahead and knock it out. Two, just to stack on what Jared said, I think it was Robert Caldini, but one of the biggest needs of people is to be consistent with themselves. People do not want to be perceived as hypocrites. So it's very difficult for somebody to say, you did a really good job. I really appreciate it. And then would you give a review? No, thank you. Um, so when you just say, can I have a review? The likelihood of a no, I don't know, coin toss, depending on the weather and how they feel and whatever. But when you say, how are you doing? Would you mind sharing? Just to stay in integrity with themselves and not be considered a hypocrite from their own eyes. Like, well, geez, I did this. They do a good job. So it's a very reasonable request. So there's a lot of psychology behind why what Jared said works. You don't need to know it, but just it works. And then finally, um, I like the give to get, um, especially for residential, which I think the reviews are a little heavier because, uh, you know, commercial marketing is a little more relationship based. So mm -hmm. you don't rely on reviews as much where it's just the internet and you don't know this guy or gal reviews are super heavy. So with residential, one of my favorite ways of certainly for, it works for anyone, but certainly for people just starting, do a free clean in exchange for a free review and the opportunity to uh, give a recurring bid. So Jared knows we'd pay 200 bucks easily for a recurring bid, right? If we could give, if I could go to the bid store and get 200 decent bids for 200 bucks a pop, I'd order as many as I could if I had a cleaning company. So if it costs you a hundred bucks to clean and another hundred bucks to get the person to say yes to a free clean, um, I would pay 200 bucks just for the, the bid for recurring service. And again, we, I would only do this to perfect prospects, by the way, we're not talking to people that are, this is people who are like, I want that client. This would be a great client. Do a free clean. 
say it costs you a hundred bucks, maybe even more, that's worth it just for the bid. And then you get a free, you know, cause you know, you get a free uh, a review on top of that easy peasy. And if all you got to do, if you have no reviews, go get away five free cleans. Now you probably get two or three new clients, five reviews, not a bad week's work. So that was right. all I had on the, the, on the hair side back to you, sir. Yeah. So uh, yeah. And, and it kind of transitions into the next thing, which is like, you want to make it as easy as you can. And this is what transitions you into the tortoise side of things is like the easier you make this process, the the more likely someone's going to take action. And so so everyone on this podcast knows you you have a link that's associated with your Google profile that literally when someone clicks it, it doesn't just take them to your profile. It takes them to your profile and then something pops up and it says leave a review. And Google has made this so easy because Google wants people to leave reviews as well, because this is what they're, they, they don't want someone to go to Yelp. They want someone to go to Google and make their decisions off of Google. And so they want those reviews. And so they've made it very easy. So you have, if you have a Google My Business or Google Business Profile is what it's called now, you can go in there and get the share link that's there. And you've got yourself something that you can literally put on anything and make it work. And so some people put a little QR scanner that's associated on stuff. Some people just can send an email after a clean that says, hey, this is an opportunity to do this. Here's this link. But it makes it so, so easy. And that's what moves you kind of into that tortoise realm of getting that consistent reviews because you have something set up on autopilot that just makes it really easy to collect what it is that you're that you're trying to get, which is these reviews. And you could, I mean, just, just to expand on that, you could have a business card that you leave behind when you clean. You could leave a little gift you leave behind when you clean with that QR code. When you sign someone up, you could ask right then, here's a little code. So there's always leave behinds, you know, putting a QR code on a gift again, because there's that reciprocity. This guy did something nice for me. I want to do something nice back. Great tortoise kind of long-term. You do that as part of your system, you're going to get reviews. Yeah. If uh, And this is, if I owned a cleaning company, what I would do personally is like, especially if I have employees that are out there, is I would say to my employees, hey, if you ever hear any, you know, know someone rubbing to your and something, someone's saying to you, man, this is great. We love you. We love you. Love you. Let me know. Come to me and say to me, hey, this person's stoked on what's happening. And I I worked real hard and yeah, they were real happy about it. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to send that house, let's just say in a residential way, I'm going to send them a little something, a little gift to say, hey, we heard, I heard about my employee said to me, you all the nice things. Thank you so much for saying that to her. She's she's gonna do or he's gonna do so much better because of your feedback. Thanks so much. And then there's my card that says, "We I'd love to see the review myself. Here's the review card that you can leave a review for me." And what I'm doing there is like it's the same psychology. It's like they expressed how much they loved the cleaning to the employee, and I'm thanking them for helping me get my employee to be happy. Hey, thank you so much for having my employee be happy. Here's a gift. Little something, a little plate of cookies, something to just really appreciate that. Hey, wow, what a great out of the box, out of normal thing to be doing. It makes them feel good. And then it's to say, hey, I'd love to see what you said as well. Here's a review thing. If you want to post something, I'd love to see it and you know, respond to all reviews type thing so that they um they can feel that. So that's what I would personally do. I think it could cruise. Would uh and um, this is probably a technical, <laughs> maybe neither of us will know, would be yeah. super cool if each employee had their own link. I know it's the same link, but if there's a way to track, so you could just have the employee, hey, I'll give you 50 bucks for a review you get, and then they get their, you know, some sort of tracking link. That yep, that leads right into the next thing. So there isn't necessarily a tracking thing, but their their information would be like the they would know, you know, based on the review, oh, that's so and so's client, so and so did 
this. And so they'd be able to see it really quick. Well, but but if they switch, but I mean, I'm not, I know Google only has the one link, but I think you could get a, like a bitly or something like that. Yeah. Bitly to forward to that link. And if my link forwards, I could try, I think if you Googled this, there's a way to give people specific links. Cause what we coach is not to have, you know, Jared always cleans Susie's house. You know, it's like whoever's going to clean whatever. So if they obviously specifically, and there's a difference between there might be like, I got the review, but they mentioned Jared and Jared might've gotten the review, but they didn't mention Jared. So the the tracking link would be a a fun way to go. Sorry, please continue. Which you totally can. Yeah, you totally can. We we have to bring Jackson on the podcast. He'll tell us how to do it. I'm sure there's a really easy way to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Or Google it. Um, Okay. Any other stuff that we're missing? Cause I want to end with, um, how to respond to reviews, but I wanted anything else you uh, had on how to get reviews before you transition that. Yep. I just to add on, that was my last little point there was just like, and if you have employees there getting those reviews, you can incentivize employees and that makes them work harder and it gives them a little fun, little bonus when people say nice things about their work. And so this is another way that you can consistently grow reviews. Okay. Yeah, it's, I respond. it's a nice system because you have 20 employees obviously they're just going to be able to do a better job than you. And by the way, guys, gals, if it's me and I have a residential cleaning company, I want to get to like probably 50 reviews as quick as possible. And then after that, I don't know that I care quite as much. I still want like one or two a month coming in because I I don't want them all to be a year old. That seems weird. But, you know, we're going to get to five or 10 as quick as, you know, just you can do you, but I don't know the difference between 87 reviews and 53 reviews is people are only going to read the top 10. So right. as, long, as long as your top 10 are pretty and and within the year, you're okay. But they, they do look at the number, right? So I do think uh, oh, yeah. a guy with 17 reviews versus 51 reviews, that is a big difference. But 51 review and 51 reviews versus 900 is a difference. But I don't think there's going to be any cleaning companies in your area that are going to have 900. So you, okay. you can kind of just be like, yeah, that's what I do. I find out how, what my competitors have. And as long as I've got that or, you know, I'm projecting fine. that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So the big thing I want to talk about, and I, I love Jared's take as well, is how to re- respond. Um, one, we respond to every single one of them. Um, if you give us a review, which we'd love. If you're a client, if you're not a client, you know, whatever, just not for you. But yeah. most you of the time- me, you, you. What do you mean? You respond to them, don't you? Oh, I personally, I personally respond to every single review that right. we get from clients. Um, and we don't get, I don't think we've had a single negative client review. Um, but I'll- tell you how to re- respond to negative and positive reviews. So positive reviews, I just try and be as personal as possible, right? I don't want to, thanks for the kind words, we love you. And it's like every third response is that because I'm like, ah, I'd almost rather not respond. It's to the best of our ability. Um, I say something about them, like, especially if I know it's Jared, I'm like, oh, Jared, I love, you know, even though you've got all those dogs, I, you know, we love doing you and you and your family are just so sweet. And, you know, tell, tell uh, Mariah said hi, like just, so, I, I really want Jared to know that we're, it's a human to human connection. It's not just some, corporate situation. So that's on the good side. On the bad side, that's where you, guys, gals, you get into trouble, right? Because what will typically happen is people will lie. Like, so for us, I get really frustrated because we have zero negative reviews from clients, but we have people that we've had to do a coaching call for free. And they, and most of the time we didn't invite them on the program and they get pissed off and leave a, a crappy review. And that hurts my feelings. and makes me angry. Um, and I'm sure you guys get stuff where, and I want to be like, you're not even a client and how dare you give me a bad review for a call you didn't pay for. I had to pay my coat. Like, you know, that would be what I want to say, not helpful at all. And what that looks like in your world is, you know, Jared's cleaning company came and they kicked my dog and punched my wife and stole a bunch of crap. You know, I had three Monets and they stole them all. And I saw them on the black market and, you know, I, I confronted him and he, you know, he told me to go to hell or you know, like just some completely 
their version of the truth are often just no ver- just an insane lie. And we want to get into it. Well, I didn't kick your dog and your wife kicked me. And you, I didn't tell you to go to hell. You told me to go to like, you know, and those weren't Monet paintings that you gave them to me. And they were in your chair, like just whatever the whole. But then now to the observer who is who are really responding to it, just it's a lot of crazy. And I don't know who's who. And I don't want a part of this. This whole thing seems very drama. And I'm not I don't want to take sides. I just I just want to know if you clean my daggum house. So I always say the right response is some version of Jared. So and say Jared's the word, he didn't pay me. He kicked my cleaner right in the head and he had to go to the hospital. And like, he's 100% in the wrong. The facts are all on my side, which is rarely the case, but let's just say this is it. You know, he framed my people for stealing stuff and I had video of him framed. Like he is 100% wrong. I've got proof. Same exact response. Jared, so sorry. I had a bad response, obviously, or a bad outcome, or you didn't enjoy your experience with us. Obviously we can't make any money pissing people off. So I'd love to help you get this sorted. Please reach out as soon personally, and I'll do whatever I can to make it right. And you can leave your cell phone or your email, whatever you're comfortable, but some, even if I know Jared's a psycho and I have no intention of making it right, or I have no hope that I can make it right. You know, obviously I would hope you'd have intent, but no hope that dude's just crazy. There's nothing I can do. It doesn't matter because now it looks crazy. Jared's like, you did this, you, you know, you, whatever you're, you know, <laughs> you were running an auto repair shop out of my house, whatever crazy he says. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I had a bad experience. Please reach out. Let me t- personally take care of it. The observer, which is who we're speaking to is like, oh, I see who the crazy is here. This is now it's very clear to me, especially when you get 37 good reviews and, you know, two, one stars and the rest four or five stars, they get it pretty quick. So just swallow the pride. The goal is to win you know, let's be rich, not right. And let them be crazy. Don't try and sort out crazy in front of everybody. All right, Jared, you're probably better at this than I am. What are your, anything else? I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Everything you just said is for me is dead on the, the, what someone is, when they look at a negative review, you know, there's sort of that reality TV show bug that gets hit in us. Ooh, something juicy's happening. Let's see this. And when you, what they're going to do is they're going to put themselves in that situation. If this happened to me, how would I feel? And when you just say, look, we're hundred percent going to take care of you. Reach Just out. Let's take care out. of this. you. Go, oh. yeah. Well, that's what they would do if I had. What else could I ask for? Right. This is what they would do for me. Great. Okay. I feel good about this. You know, with a, what would not make me feel good is if I read that and thought, oh my gosh, those cleaners came in and kicked their dog. And now she's accusing them of X, Y, Z. And they're just battling back and forth. Like that's not a business I want to get involved in. And so it can be really tempting to say, wait a second, I got my proof. I'm going to write an eight paragraph essay and prove you wrong. And everyone reads this, going to see that I'm right. Like, no. Maybe, but no one's going to read it. That's for Dag, I'm sure. (laughs) They're going to read the first sentence of theirs, first sentence of your response and go, I have a life to live. I'm not interested in any of this drama. Right. Yeah, that's so much easier said than done. Uh, Because it hurts. Like, people are mean and you know the real situation. You're like, that's wildly unfair. Um, Anyway. Cool. Anything we're missing or need to wrap up about reviews? No, before yeah, we, uh... I, think, I think, I think that's, this is it. I think I would really, if, especially in this day of time, like try to consolidate where your reviews are going and it's, and it's Google is just not going anywhere. So I know some people have Yelp pages and now those are done and then you're doing your next door. And I've never had anyone, this is a, actually a common one. I'll just set this in a little gold nugget. I've never had a cleaner be profitable on next door ever. I've looked at a lot of ad accounts, guys that are running next door ads. I've never seen one. I'd love to see one, but I have not yet. So anyway, that's just a really little gold nugget for you. I'm like, hey, if you're thinking about having the next door, don't do it. I've never seen them make money. But Google, I have seen people make money at. It's not going anywhere. It's a great place to consolidate and just kind of provide your reviews that there. You can embed 
those on websites and all that stuff that are making it really easy to happen. So I, I think it's a great platform to, to collect reviews on. Couldn't agree more. Um, couldn't agree more. One thing I will say on Nextdoor, uh, just to be transparent, um, I have seen people make money on Nextdoor not paid, like just Correct. organically like, oh, I like Jared. You know, someone on Nextdoor says, hey, who should I use? I'm like, oh, Jared's great, blah, 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 blah. So yeah. just to be clear, we're not knocking Nextdoor. I have seen people make money and I know Jared as well. What he's saying is the paid offerings they have, we've not seen a lot or in Jared's case, any. actually, I can't think of a single success story I could think of on the paid side. Not saying you shouldn't try it. Not saying you won't work. I'm just saying we've done this quite a bit. Never seen anyone went on the paid, but yeah, organically, it can be a good tool. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but is that fair? That's 100%. I'll let you know when the day comes, I'll say to Mike, hey, Mike, let's talk next door. I got, we figured it out. We'll do another one. Or they figured it out. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, and again, I'm sure there's some guy out there, obviously, anyway, I'm sure somebody's making money, but We've been doing this quite a while. We talked to a lot of, anyway, this isn't about next door. Long story short, um, yeah, Google's going to be here for a while. And exactly right. I would, that is where I would have all my reviews. Um, That's where we focus all of our reviews on. And then of course you can also get like videos and all that sort of stuff for your own like stuff. All right, guys, gals, hopefully that was useful. If it was, and you are not growing your cleaning company the way that you want, doing more cleaning than you want, not making a profit that you want, um, that is what we do all day, every day, growmycleaningcompany.com, nothing but free resources. I don't think there's anywhere you can put in a credit card at all on the website, but there's a ton of free stuff. Growmycleaningcompany.com. Check it out now. See you there. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me, but like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share it with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me to the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431, 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts, and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can, as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now, 602-932-6431. Give me a text, say hey, can't wait to meet you.